A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax. And think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Popcorn Podcast with Lee and Tim. I'm Lee. I'm Tim. And we've got some good reviews coming for you this week. The best. We've just been to see Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Yes. Very, very fun film. Very exciting, I thought. What did you think? Well, look, I think on our way out, we were talking about our initial reactions and I don't Mm. think I had the same sort of giddy feeling walking out. I, what did I say? I found it painfully irritating. (laughs) Which, quite is, which is really, yeah, it is a bit strong and narky, but I mean, I grew up with Pokemon. I had mm. Pokemon trading cards and blue and mm. red games on Game Boy and stuff. So it was a big trip down nostalgia lane for me. But I guess my feelings around the movie was that it definitely was tailored towards kids, and that's fine. That's not a problem at all. But I just found the main reason why I didn't like it, I just found Ryan Reynolds annoying. It, really? Yeah, yeah, I did. His and voice. I his voice. Wow. And I thought it was trying too hard to be funny. Mm. And I it, the jokes just fell flat on me. Well, look, I don't agree so strongly. I <laughs> I I wouldn't say I was giddy coming out of it, but I did enjoy it. I thought it was a fun film. It was really colorful, it was exciting. You know, it's the first live action Pokémon film. I think they did yeah. a really great job with the CGI. I think the CGI was the best thing about it. I'll agree with you that the the plot was a little thin on the ground. Yeah. What it was plot? <laughs> it was a little bit. There was a plot. It was a little bit obvious. There was a lot of exposition. Yeah. I think they explained a lot, which, you know, you've got to do for a kid's film. It's primarily a kid's film. But I, I also felt like it was too complicated for a kid as well. Really? Because I was getting a bit lost going, they're just, they're just setting up, there's a lot of exposition and they're hand-feeding you all this really convoluted detail mm. that was I just found really quite boring. <laughs> really? But yeah. Oh, gosh, I really didn't like it, did I? <laughs> it seems like you didn't. I found it good. I, I liked... I like the colour, I like the energy of it. I, I agree I with was, you there. I thought it was really fun and, as I said, the CGI was great. Um, and I think Justice Smith, the star of it, was really good. I thought he did a good job. Oh, Lee, so here we are, second <laughs> podcast, and we're already butting heads. See, I can't stand that guy. Really? Yeah, Justice Smith. I find him awkward. Oh. And his 
comedic timing is really I think he's really dull as well oh, wow. Wow. what's wrong with me <laughs> Wrong with I need to lie down. You obviously didn't like it. Wow. No. No. I, I don't think he carried the movie very well. I don't think he could. I well, think Ryan Reynolds was carrying the movie. Wasn't well, he? true, really? but then he also irritated me. I, I thought the pick of Ryan Reynolds' voice on this fluffy little gorgeous Pikachu was actually really good. The, the contrast was very good. I think he, he's, he's the perfect Pokemon, really, isn't right, he? Yeah. In real life and on screen. Yeah. You know, I enjoyed it. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> no, look, I, I will say, I will mention the, the CGI, how they definitely gave character to all the Pokemon that we know and love. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really kind of cool. It had some heart. Would you agree with that? It oh, it definitely had, had, had some heart. heart. It, it did. Heart. It did. And it had a little bit of a twist at the end. Yes. Which we won't reveal. We won't reveal. But there was a little bit of a twist. It's a spoiler-free review. It is, but hang in there for the twist. There's yeah. a cute little heartwarming twist at the end, mm-hmm. of course. It's a kid's film. Yes, it is. Pokemon is for kids, but I think there's a big adult audience that will go and see this movie, like like myself, mm-hmm. like you. And I'm really interested to see when it drops on May 9, what the wider audience feel about the film. Do you think you need to be a Pokemon fan to see it? I think there's a lot in there that you get a kick out of being a Pokemon fan, just mm-hmm. knowing all the, the moves and what sort of personality some of the Pokemon are, and you kind of laugh when you see them in the frame and they do their little thing and you kind of oh yeah that's right mm-hmm. but i don't think you need to know pokemon to watch the movie to yeah. be honest yeah but so, pokemon hasn't gone anywhere in 25 years or however long it's been around so it's it's hard to not know pokemon going into this movie so how many popcorn kernels would you give it uh i'd probably give it a two and a half or a Ooh. three yeah Ooh. it's just 2.8 count Ooh, <laughs> can you do no, that? No, no, that's not a thing. Half only, half only, please. <laughs> um, okay, well, maybe a maybe a two and a half. Okay, okay. I'm going to go for a four. Okay. Yeah, I, I generally, I generally enjoyed it. Maybe a three and a half. Let's go three and a half. Okay. Pokemon right. Detective Pikachu. Go see it on May nine. What else has come out this past week? Uh, okay, so we mentioned in our first podcast a few movies coming out and now they they are uh top end wedding uh peppa pig festival of fun festival of fun is you know it's it's for kids it's it's only got a limited release so get in there and see it and it's a good one to take the kids to i I think think it's weird that it's come out when school holidays is over don't you i don't know about that i don't know about the timing i guess weekends are weekends but i mean it came out after the two week Easter holiday, so I've, I've always that always fascinates me when they the release. Yeah, the mm. timings seem a bit off, but mm. I guess there's a reason for that. Well, I want to talk about Top End Wedding because it's an Aussie film, and we love Aussie films. It's a romantic comedy, and it's doing really well. Generally, Aussies don't do romance films well, mm. but we do our own stories well. And yeah. I think this is where this movie is really shining because it's a story about family, about connection to the land, and it's an Indigenous story, and I think we need more of those yeah, on screen. So support Aussie cinema, get out there and see Top End Wedding. It's definitely on my to-watch list as well, so mm-hmm. hopefully we'll be able to talk about that in more depth. Movie news. Oh, yes. This week, some exciting movie news that Baz Luhrmann's Elvis biopic is going to be filmed in Queensland. Yes. Bring, bringing a, uh, I, I love Baz when he always brings his big productions to Australia. Mm-hmm. He's one of those Australian artists who have definitely found the importance and the relevance of creating jobs out here and bringing his productions out here, whether it be the whole production or just bits and bobs. I think that's really important. You know, Kate Blanchett does that as well, mm-hmm. you know, when she did the Sydney Theatre Company and all the rest of it. So really owning the Australian heritage mm-hmm. and keeping it local. I find it interesting that he's doing Elvis, though. How, mm-hmm. I, 
Mm, I don't know what the story is behind that. Has Baz always been a, like, a lover of Elvis? I don't know. I'll have to ask him next yeah. time we have a chat. Yeah, sure. Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> FaceTime me when you FaceTime him, yeah. Um, but it will create more than 900 jobs for the Australian economy, which is a massive yeah, win. Yeah, that's huge. So we love that. Who would play Elvis? You know what? I haven't really thought of that. I, do you think he's going to cast a, a name or will it be an unknown? I think it has to be an unknown. Yeah. I was thinking long and hard about this, about who I would love to see in the role. And I just think Nicole Kidman's not going to cut it this time. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Paz loves Nick. <laughs> Nick can do anything. Nick can do anything. She can do Elvis too. Yeah. It has to be an unknown, I think, for it to work. And yeah. I'd, I'd be really excited if you could also uncover an Aussie unknown oh that would be controversial Mm. that would be controversial i think elvis would need to be an american Mm -hmm. Uh ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Actor? Mm-hmm. Do, do you, I reckon. I don't yeah. think he'd be able to get away with casting an Australian right. or something like that. Unless they had serious chops. I guess, it, I guess it's going to depend on what era of his life it's going to be focusing on, whether it's going yeah. to be the young or the older Elvis or whether it's going to be the whole his whole life. I guess we'll need a few actors then. Yeah, and a bit of face prosthetics. A fat suit. Fat suit, yeah. Mm. I don't really know a great deal about Elvis. I went to – I've been to Memphis – to Graceland. Oh, have you? That's good fun. Mm. And I believe he's, uh, Baz has spent a, long, a lot of time at Graceland doing research and working with the team there. Mm. So that's really good. That's something he does well. He does a lot of mm. research. He takes his time onto his when he jumps into his next projects. Yeah. Do, do we have a release date for this? We don't as yet, okay, but it's so going to start just... filming, I think, soon. I don't know. I'm making that up, really. So I'm sure I'm we'll, just, we'll, find out who, <laughs> we'll find out who Elvis is soon then, yeah. I guess. If it's that soon. We had some sad news this week as well. Yes. Uh, Peter Mayhew passed away, who played Chewbacca, obviously, in Star Wars. Yeah. It's very, very sad. He passed away on April 30, I think, of natural causes. Yeah, I think heart issues. Yeah. Um, right before May the 4th, which was yesterday. Yeah. Failed Peter Mayhew. Yeah. The ultimate co-pilot. Right, exactly. Mm. Oh, that's bringing a tear to my eye. Yeah. It was. It's actually quite upsetting that he won't be able to see his final work yeah, exactly. in Star Wars Rise, Rise of Skywalker. Skywalker. Gosh, Come on, Tim, check I your know, notes. Terrible. Check your notes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's a real shame. But it's good that he will live on in that film as well, though, Yeah, which will be really nice. And I've got to put this in here because you said we're going to mention The Rock every podcast. It might, not happen. For that. I know, it might not happen every time, but it was The Rock's birthday on May 2nd. Happy birthday, Rock. Happy birthday, Dwayne. Um, he was surprised with a cake while on location filming Jumanji 2. I wonder if he actually, if it was a cheat day and he was able to have some of that cake. <laughs> he drinks a lot of tequila on his cheat days. Does he? Does tequila go with cake? 
Does he have a tequila business? Maybe it was a tequila cake. <laughs> yeah, he loves it. What do you think about Jumanji 2? Are you looking forward to it? Look, I was knocked off my chair at the success of Jumanji mm-hmm. um, for a few reasons. One, that it was a sequel to a, a, a mid-90s classic mm. that no one really asked for, but for some reason everyone went to see it. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I think it was another rock movie where it knows the movie it's making and Mm, it's kind of a bit bit self-deprecating, a bit cheeky, all that stuff. Yeah, I had a good time in there, but it was definitely, you knew that you were going in there for a family fun film. Uh, It was a no-brainer they were going to do a Jumanji 2 when Mm. the first one made over a billion dollars, right? Mm -hmm. But yeah, look, I'll just chill out and wait to see it. I'm not really going to be checking the calendar for its release Mm. or whatever. I'm I'm quite excited. I mean, I, I think he did a good I think he did a great job, actually, of taking the spirit of the first Jumanji yeah, and, and not trashing it, as so many reboots or refreshes can mm. do these days. Yeah, I think I think he's going to do a good job, but I'm really curious to see how they end up back in the game because they yeah, smashed it at the end of right. the last film. With the bowling ball, they smashed the video game. Yeah. I mean, will the board game resurface, perhaps? No, that's going to be a tricky one. They need yeah. to really make it believable. believable. I, I mean, I'm sure they've thought of it and we just can't pick the twist no. at this point in time no. um we've got to talk about some new trailers this week oh yes sonic the hedgehog we got a first glimpse of sonic the hedgehog and people did not like it they hated it they could not oh. wait to rip this trailer and particularly the design of sonic the hedgehog to shreds i know what was it about him that they didn't like it was his teeth it it was his everything. It was <laughs> yeah, teeth, the, his legs, that he looked too human. Yeah, he looked, uh, he, looked like eyes. The, he looked like the kid from Jumanji. He looked like when he turns into Oh, my God, he tasted the eight. Oh, my God, that is so <laughs> true. It's just awkward. Um, so people didn't like it, and they voiced their opinions on uh, yeah. on Twitter, as they do. And director Jeff Fowler came out this week and said that they've heard the complaints and that Paramount and Sega are going to fix it. They're committed to fixing it. How? How? I would have no idea. Or do they have a kitty of millions of dollars set aside in case there were complaints? <laughs> I know. And they were like, right. Some people are going to be doing some serious overtime over the next few months because I, the movie's meant to come out in January January 9, next year. Right. That's not very far away. I don't know if people know how animation works, but I, mean, I don't know exactly how it works, but I can say with some certainty that it's going to take a lot of fixing. Yeah. It's, well, uh, it's called Sonic the Hedgehog. He'll be in most scenes and shots, so there's a lot of work to <laughs> no. redo there. Yeah. Especially if they're going to completely augment his look. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, you know, that any shot would need to be changed because if his legs are too muscular, they have to be changed. Mm-hmm. If his eyes are too human, they have to be completely reworked. If his teeth are too human, well, there you go. If he talks in any shot, <laughs> you have to redo those shots. Yeah. And it's something from every quadrant of his body, pretty much. Yeah. Can I just, like, cut, cut like, a bit out or, you know, you've got to redo the whole thing. It's crazy. What do you think about his co-stars? Oh, look. Jim Carrey and James Marsden. I love a bit of Jim Carrey, but he... I don't know. Something about this trailer made me care so little really? for the movie. I thought it looked ridiculous. Oh. And I wasn't even focusing on the design of Sonic the Hedgehog. That's, not, that's a bit of a non-issue for me, or I guess mm. not didn't really notice so much until they were put side by side. Look, I think this will either flop or really take off, just like any sort of iconic character Mm. in the... I think Jim Carrey does caricatures well. He does like cartoon characters well. And I think that's a good role for him. Um, James Marsden seems to be the go-to guy for (laughs) starring alongside an animated... (laughs) 
cartoon character. He was in the movie Hop, which was about oh, the Easter right. Bunny. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do love James Marsden, but um, yeah, I'm not too sure about this movie either. He just needs to do a, a Looney Tunes live action animation. <laughs> Is he going to be in Space Jam? The next Space Jam? Oh, yeah. Well, maybe after they see this trailer, they might cast him in that mm. as well. So it'll be interesting to see how this moves forward and what actually does change. I want to know the price tag against the changes, Ooh. whether they'll release that. That'll be interesting. Or to your point, whether they'll push the release date. Mm. I think they will, maybe to April or whatever, depending on it could hurt the how release busy of the it film. is. It could hurt it. Yeah. And we also got a trailer for Crawl, which is your typical monster alligator mm. horror. Well, it sounds pretty horrific to me. Yeah. So it's about, it's about, it's about a, a hurricane hitting Florida and a girl and her dad being trapped in their home while floodwaters rise and a killer alligator comes for them. It feels like Sharknado. Oh, definitely. With an alligator. The trailer looks full on. Mm. Like I watched it recently and mm. it was, you know, they've gone all out here. I just, I, what's this alligator got against these people? But yeah, I'm always very hesitant. Really hates them. I'm always very hesitant when these kind of movies, when the, the monster does just go for the, these people. It's like, surely he would get bored. <laughs> go looking for someone else. It's a bit easier. There's plenty to get. of other people swimming <laughs> yeah, around, exactly. I'm sure. There's plenty of food floating around. Go for someone else. Yeah, but I, I, I have a soft spot for movies like that. I think mm. they're, they're a lot of fun and they go in all different directions. Yeah. And I think that's it'll be a good fun in the cinema. Well, that's coming to Aussie Cinemas on July 11 this year. Very soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, what have we got coming up next week on May 9? Uh, well, obviously Detective Pikachu, which we've spoken mm-hmm. about. Um, another one which uh, I actually didn't realise was a remake of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, but the mm. Rebel Wilson and... Uh, Anne Hathaway mm-hmm. uh, filmed The Hustle. So that's out this week. What What are your thoughts on Rebel Wilson and her type of comedy? I think it's very samey. Yes. Look, I like Rebel. I like the spirit of Rebel. I don't generally enjoy her movies. Mm. Because of Rebel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to be nice, but um, yeah. yeah, look, I'm not a big fan of her movies. It's not going to stop me from seeing it. Mm. Anne Hathaway's accent, though, in this. What is going on well, with her I accent? Well, I thought... I didn't realise that that's her character's accent. I thought it was just a, the trailer we were just looking at a scene where she was putting on that accent, but that's actually her accent in the whole movie. <laughs> it is. And I was just like, why? It's really bad. To, we have to listen to English Anne Hathaway. But it's like posh thing. English Anne Hathaway. It's oh. just a weird thing. I do like Anne Hathaway. I think yeah. she's great. Yeah. I don't know. There's something about this movie that feels like it's just going to be... A, a bit of a dud. Yeah. Well, it's obvious it's a piss take, mm. but whether it goes down too far down that slapstick comedy where mm. it's just the pill's too hard, to, too big to swallow sort of thing. Mm. We'll see what happens. We'll see. We've also got All Is True, which is a Shakespeare story starring Kenneth Branagh. Surprise, surprise. He made another Shakespeare. He loves Shakespeare. He does. Doesn't he? God, he loves a good Shakespeare film. So it's set towards the end of Shakespeare's life and it stars all the big brits all the sirs and dames <laughs> got dame judy dench and sir ian mckellen and sir kenneth brenner it's a great cast i think you just see it just for the yeah. triple threat well, really exactly we've also got poms which is a ladies starting a cheerleading squad in the retirement village <laughs> starring jackie weaver diane keaton uh, i do love diane keaton and angelica houston 
No, it doesn't star Angelica Houston, but it's funny that you should mention that because Jackie Weaver's just had a big beef with Angelica Houston oh. this week. So Angelica Houston came out and said that, pretty much put down those kind of movies and said that she would never star in a basic cheerleading movie about old ladies making a cheerleading squad. Basically taking a dig at this movie. Right. Maybe an unintended dig. She was talking about the kind of movies that she wants to star in. But Jackie Weaver has taken umbrage to this and told her to go fuck herself. <laughs> oh my God. Language alert. Language alert. Oh, I, I do like Jackie Weaver. I mean, she's found a second win in her career mm-hmm. of the last 10 years or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think she's great. She's unapologetic. She does. She popped up in. Oh, she's been in everything. Silver Linings Playbook. She was oh, in Life of movie. the Party with Melissa McCarthy just recently. Oh, Bird Box. Yep. Uh, she popped up in Bird Box for a short while, which was a bit weird. But yeah, no, she's just working nonstop the yeah, whole time. She's got the goods. She's and I love goods. that she's pairing up with Diane Keaton, who's kind of like the spokeswoman for these sorts of weird movies. Mm. You know, older, mature women doing crazy things. Female, and she's, female empowerment. I yeah, think absolutely. Is, yeah. That's the word I was. In later in life. Yeah. <laughs> That's the PC way. Let's say that. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious to see what Angelica Houston returns serve with. Right. Mm. Yes. Watch yeah. this space. Yeah. And on that sweary note yeah i think that's all we have time for this week tim yeah well i think we jam-packed that in uh detective pikachu the hustle a mm-hmm. uh, few movies out this week so go check them out we'd love to hear what you think about them as well mm-hmm. i guess were you more on lee's side of the fence or my side of the fence with detective pikachu we'll see don't take it so seriously i think uh, i think i took it a bit fun. too seriously have fun with it sure thanks well, very much tim no worries we'll catch you next time catch you next time What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. 
There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.